0: what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of bombshell Eleven Eleven podcast therapy for women of color my name is kia and i'm your host tonight you guys i have a guest by the name of wendy Ezel. she's a licensed clinical mental health counselor based out of north carolina She's also a reproductive health coach and the creator of Fertile Affirmations. Right after this short commercial break, you guys, we're going to jump right back in with the topic of discussion for tonight, which will be infertility. So without further ado, you guys, let's get to it. Welcome back everybody to another episode of Bombshell 1111 Podcast Therapy for Women of Color. My name is Kia and I'm your host. Tonight you guys we have a very special guest by the name of Wendy Izell. She's a licensed clinical mental health counselor and specializes in mental health associated with reproductive health across the lifespan. So without further ado you guys let's welcome her to the podcast. Welcome Wendy. How are you?
1: I am awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It was so great to talk to you prior to Uh
0: Yes. It was great talking to you too, and thank you so much for coming on and being a part of the podcast.
1: Absolutely. My pleasure.
0: So, Wendy, let's just go ahead and jump in, but first I just wanted to kind of give you um, a few minutes here to give the audience and the listeners a little bit of a background about you and what you do. Um, we know that you specialize um, in infertility and the reproductive mm-hmm. lifespan, but just give us generalized uh bio of what you do sure sure
1: Um, have been a counselor in private practice uh, for a little over 18 years Um, originally started in child abuse and trauma treatment and then after my own journey through reproductive health trauma um, ended up focusing specifically on male and reproductive male and female reproductive health Um, so it's, it's quite a broad topic it's deep and wide but I have two beautiful daughters that are as a result of that tumultuous journey. So um, here I am today. Okay.
0: Well, thank you so much no, for fine. that. Yeah. Um, so let's just jump right in because I know a lot of women definitely have these questions. Um Can you let the audience know and educate us more on exactly what is infertility and is it only affected in women or is it affected also in men and women?
1: That is a wonderful question and in 2021 folks still think that it's a female issue and it's quite the opposite. Infertility is a disease and it's a disease of the male or or female reproductive health system so it's the inability to get pregnant and or stay pregnant. Um the statistics still indicate that one in eight couples in the US will struggle with infertility. So it's so often um like I said before, people think it's just our issue, a female issue, but it's really 40% is male factor, 40% is female factor. So we're split. You know, 50-50, we share it, um, and then the other 20% is a combination of male-female factor or could be unexplained, and unexplained can be, a, oh gosh, that can be especially difficult diagnosis because there's no tangible why, you know, in society, we want to know why. I want to know, are my tube spots, do I have endometriosis, is it PCOS, is it a, um, a sperm count issue, is it a varicocele, so that can be especially difficult. How is the cause of infertility identified, Wendy? Um, that, that is a really good question. Um, most people will speak with their gynecologist first if they've been unsuccessful. Um, so the American Society for Reproductive Medicine, you'll hear me reference that quite a bit, that is your one-stop shop. So I have a lot of folks that I see that are struggling going down that Google black hole of, of just the abyss and they, they really, um, really only need the American Society for Reproductive Medicine, Resolve and BioNews out of the UK. Those are your top three. So if you're gonna do any research, those are your one-stop shops. Um, But the American Society says, if you're under the age of 35, you should really consider seeing a specialist outside of your gynecologist. If you've been actively trying to get pregnant for 12 months with unprotected intercourse and only six months for women over 35.
0: Oh, wow, that was actually that's a good segue into the question that I had was does is age affected um, in reference to fertility and you kind of just answered that question. Oh,
1: absolutely. It does. As females, we are born with all the eggs we will ever have and the quality and the quantity of our eggs um, goes down rapidly as we age. So in our 30s and 40s, there's a sharp decline. Um, and it, it, it affects our ability to get pregnant with a healthy baby and stay pregnant because as we age the egg quality deteriorates so that's where we have a higher um, risk of um, miscarriage stillborn or um, a chromosomal issue like down syndrome um, i'm sure you know of people in your community or famous people who've had children over 40 but it's definitely not the norm definitely not the norm
0: So Wendy, let me go back and ask you a question in reference to miscarriages. Mm -hmm. Um, What is the possibility for a woman who who has had a miscarriage in the past to become pregnant again and have a successful pregnancy? Well, that's a
1: good question too. Um, The statistics are on our side. That that was actually my particular issue um, was I could get pregnant, but I couldn't stay pregnant. That's considered recurrent pregnancy loss. Um, and there's many, many factors that could contribute to that hormonally, or, um, there's some tests that they can do to, you know, blood tests they can do to find out exactly what's going on. Um, so recurrent pregnancy, pregnancy loss, excuse me, is after two consecutive miscarriages, that would be your diagnosis. Um, and most people, 85 to 90% still go on to have happy, healthy pregnancies. So, so there's good news with that.
0: So, you kind of mentioned something again. You're you're going right into the segue for my next questions, mm-hmm. and that's really good. <laughs> um, things that affect infertility. Would you say stress affects uh, is a is a, a vital factor in affecting your infertility?
1: Yeah, that has been studied for many 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 years, and you know which came first, the chicken or the egg. So, does stress cause for infertility, or does infertility cause stress? Well. There's a ton of research out there. My favorite research is with Ali Domar with Boston University. And she did a lot of studies. And with the clients that I worked with over the last 18 years, um, chronic long-term stress. So say um, you've been caring for a family member for a really long time who um, passes away. That's chronic long-term stress. Yeah, that could probably affect your ovulation, impact your hormones. But acute short-term stress is likely not going to affect your fertility. Um, something like, I'm switching jobs, or I've got to move across the country. It's stressful, but it's, it's not going to cause a disease. Most, most infertility is disease-related. Endometriosis. Um, fibroids. I mean, black women are disproportionately subjected to fibroids. So... Um, it's a disease not not just relax if we could just relax we wouldn't have any of these problems not like that
0: (laughs) right 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 so wendy for women that kind of somewhat blame themselves Mm -hmm. um, or couples that blame themselves for infertility um can you help educate us more on um understanding whether or not infertility can be prevented.
1: Okay. Um, Two separate pieces to that question, and I'll start with um, the self-blame or um, blaming the couple infertility will either make or break a couple I see a lot of people who come in just for education and support on better communication so you know as couples we there's communication issues all over the place however infertility is usually the first major medical diagnosis that a young couple will have Um, or if somebody has married later in life it'll be the first major medical diagnosis in their in their new marriage so I definitely work with couples on you know communication um, educating about it's a disease. It's not. We don't blame. Especially. I mean, we could go off into into couples by themselves about the blame game, but we won't do that. Um, and then the other part of your question was, bring me back, bring me in, Kia. Yeah. What was the other part? <laughs> <laughs> Lifestyle factors. That's what you said. So, yeah. Can it be prevented? There are several issues related to fertility that. We do have control over or we don't have control over so things in our control lifestyle factors such as smoking vaping too much alcohol not enough sleep um, the stress that infertility causes can move us into some of those choices that aren't necessarily good for us like those lifestyle factors of staying up all night googling things that we shouldn't stay up it disrupts our sleep which is going to disrupt our our ovulation So those sort of things we can take control of and really try to be healthy and take good care of ourselves, meditation, affirmations, guided imagery, tools in our toolbox. But as far as preventing a a disease, as far as fibroids or polycystic ovarian syndrome, That's not in our control. We we can't prevent that. Um, Now, STDs, sexually transmitted infections or diseases, that is a preventative because we can certainly have protected sex in our youth, which will then positively impact our fertility later because block tubes can be caused by... chlamydia or other STDs and I see a lot of couples and um women who really beat themselves up for that and I'm like well we, we don't know what we didn't know and so we're gonna move through that mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. so Wendy um I know a lot of people and a lot of research um, that I've read Mm -hmm. myself in the past, um, people tend to uh, make the next step to using uh, fertility drugs. Um, Can the safety of fertility drugs and the likelihood of pregnancy be enhanced? Um, And would you suggest, uh, would you suggest using fertility drugs? I know some that are commonly used, um, such as Clomid Uh and things of that nature.
1: Used to, that was um, back in the day. They would say, oh, here, just um, take some Clomid and we'll see what happens. Well, you know, that really does us a disservice, we don't do that anymore. Um, a lot of gynecologists are really on board with you know, doing the basic testing. And you can find an outline for the basic tests that you would need. And I have all of my seniors in high school on up through college and my 20 somethings go to Resolve with American Society for Reproductive Medicine and look up what those basic tests are so you can be informed about your reproductive health. So a gynecologist will run some basic structural tests and hormone tests, which are just a blood test. For the guys, it will be a sperm analysis. Um, So with a sperm analysis, they're going to look at Um, how many sperm, is the count okay, are they moving okay, so their motility, um, what they look like, so that's their morphology and the volume. Um, So that's a basic easy test that the urologist or the gynecologist or the reproductive endocrinologist will look at um, to make sure that the sperm is okay. And for us ladies, it's gonna be more of the blood testing, like I said, and looking, are our tubes open? Are there any fibroids within the uterus? things of that nature. But there are some really good resources, like I mentioned before, with ASRM and Resolve. They can give you that basic list that you can have as a tool to arm yourself to advocate for your own health.
0: And Wendy, besides the medical treatment, what options do we have?
1: Um, that is a really good point too. So options meaning taking care of yourself, lifestyle, um, mental health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, sexual health. Um, and reproductive endocrinologist is who your gynecologist is going to refer to if there's an issue so within a year of unprotected sex for women under 35 or couples under 35 um, oh I wanted to say something about that too because the guys even though they can constantly make sperm until they're 100 their quality declines as well though so there's some research out there um for the guys over 40 their sperm quality starts to decline over 45 their sperm quality starts to decline yes we see children being born from men over 45 however their quality does decline as well wow Mm
0: -hmm. i didn't know that I, I, I was thinking the men had it
1: good. <laughs> they have it a little better because they can constantly reproduce their sperm, whereas we can't. But um, but it, they do. It, their quality is affected, so it does decline with age.
0: So, when, Wendy, when a cycle of infertility treatment doesn't work, um, should should a person try again? And and if so, um, or if not. When is it time for them to, to look at finding a new doctor or a different approach?
1: All these wonderful questions. Oh, um, <laughs> that is a very personal, individualized decision, because for me, what might be, you know, one IUI or IVF treatment, or no medical treatment for you. You're like, oh no, heck no! I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn over every rock. I'm gonna look at this, do that. So it's very individual. It's very unique. So I always refer people. You know, look at, um, talk to your gynecologist about it. Talk to your reproductive endocrinologist about it. Talk to a mental health professional that specializes in reproductive health because you, may, it may not be, <clears throat> excuse me, that we do therapy or counseling. I, uh, so often I will just walk people through their process you know what what's important to you we look at the whole part of self physical emotional sexual spiritual financial how is this journey impacting your parts of self when is enough enough what are your options and we look at all of that
0: so Wendy, I wanted to leave the last few minutes of the podcast for you to be able to um, share with the audience and the listeners um, information about the services that you provide, where you're located, and also how to be able to contact you if there's anyone that's listening that may be able to you know, benefit from yeah. your services. Mm-hmm. So you could go right ahead and shoot Okay, away. thank
1: you. Um, so I offer telehealth uh, via uh HIPAA-compliant platforms. Um, So I'm in Wilmington, North Carolina, which is on the southeast coast of North Carolina. Um, We have a a group here, but I'm the person here that specializes in reproductive health. Um, I also have... um, resources that I offer as far as um, Fertile Affirmations is a mindfulness-based tool. So I always encourage my folks, this this is what saved me. Fertile Affirmations was born out of me sitting in the stress of this journey. And I would just journal, journal, journal. So I always recommend that my folks journal. And Affirmations were what brought me through some very dark days, excuse me. So any type of practice that folks can sit with, whether it's guided imagery, guided meditation, meditation, um, affirmation practice, that in and of itself, will move you through a ton of stress like you said a little bit ago does infertility cause stress or does stress cause infertility well we know that fertility challenges definitely cause stress so and that's how fertile affirmations was born so and that is available in digital and print form so it's definitely a tool that will help people ground themselves and get in a place of productive thinking versus We'll, ne- we'll never have a baby. We'll never get pregnant. It really helps to shift some of those thoughts. So I'm available for coaching, counseling, and Fertile Affirmations. And, fertile affirmations. and where can
0: people contact you? Do you have your um, social media platform information? That's
1: um, on Instagram and Facebook is at Fertile Affirmations um, or FertileAffirmations.com or Wendy at Inner Solutions And that's Wendy like the weather, W-I-N-D-Y. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Wendy, I would like to thank you so much for coming on and sharing your knowledge and your information and resources with the listeners. I know this will be beneficial, uh, be beneficial, I'm sorry, to the listeners because I learned a lot as well um, in reference to the reproductive um, lifespan. I didn't know that uh, men were <laughs> affected in reference to when yes. they got to a certain age. I just thought they had, an had easy it easy breezy. No.
1: yes, yeah. The autism rate goes up, the schizophrenia rate goes up. There's tons of neat research out there about that.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, a, a lot of women share the same story with, um, you know, dealing with infertility because I did um, and, and with my first daughter, it took like forever because yes. I and I thought that I couldn't have. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, went to the doctor, did all those testing. So I, I understand yeah. definitely what you're saying, that journey yeah. um, and how you can definitely get discouraged. That's so, better. again, I know. Yeah, again, I know your information is going to be valuable. Um, And with that being said, you guys, we're going to end for tonight. Um, Again, thank you, Wendy, for coming on. Thank you for
1: all that you do. Thank you so much.
0: You're more than welcome. And with that being said, you guys, always remember you are a bomb within your own shell. Peace, love, and light, you guys. Until next time, good night. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted, rate, review, and share this podcast with your family and friends. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you're leaving with some valuable information that can help you on your personal journey. Also, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Bombshell1111 or at Bombshell1111tv. You can also check out our mental health page, Your Health is Your Wealth, on Facebook, which is a page created to inform and support individuals with mental health and other health conditions. And with that being said, always remember, you guys, you are a bomb within your own shell. Until next time, peace, love, and light.